0: Picture this. You walk into the office every day, exchanging pleasantries with your coworkers, sharing laughs, and, and even grabbing some lunch together. It feels like you've found your tribe, your work family. But have you ever stopped to question if those coworkers are truly your friends? Are they in your corner when it matters most, or are they just colleagues? In this episode, we're pulling back the curtain on the illusion of workplace friendships. We'll explore the delicate balance between camaraderie and professionalism and uncover some strategies for working more effectively with your coworkers. It's time to shed those rose tinted glasses and uncover the truth about these relationships. We'll dive into the reasons why blurring the lines can be, well, it can be a little dangerous to blur the lines between work and personal life, and it can lead to some unexpected pitfalls. From office politics to competition and even backstabbing we'll tackle the uncomfortable truths head-on but don't worry because we're not here to discourage you from building connections at work instead we'll equip you with the tools you need to foster a healthy productive work environment so grab your headphones and get ready to rethink the nature of your workplace friendships tune into this episode of the fallible man podcast as we explore how to work with your coworkers more effectively leaving behind those blurred lines and stepping into the world of professional success. I no, I I'm a Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow to the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. In today's hyper-connected world, we spend a significant portion of our lives in the workplace, surrounded by individuals who may start as strangers, but eventually become familiar faces. We forge bonds with coworkers and share personal stories, and even partake in social outings, blurring those boundaries between professional and personal. However, it's essential to recognize that the nature of these relationships can be more nuanced it seems at first glance while some co-workers may actually generally become friends eventuallys, eventually, eventually eventually, others might have different agendas motivations and even priorities in this episode we'll explore the pitfalls of assuming that all co-workers are friends and how these misconceptions can lead to misunderstandings conflicts and even emotional strain we'll also provide practical strategies to work with your coworkers more effectively, fostering an environment of not only collaboration and productivity, but actually helping you build a better working relationship so you can be more effective at work. By the way, welcome to the fallible man podcast. Your home for all things, man, a big shout out to fallible nation. That's our private community. You guys help us keep on the air like this and a warm welcome to our first time listeners. Thanks for hanging out with us and giving us a chance. My name is Brent and I am the fallible man. Being a very relationship focused person myself, I've had my share of bad experiences. I'm, I'm gonna be honest there in the workplace, like just some really bad ones. I've had multiple mishaps where I misread what I thought was a positive relationship leaning more towards friendship than a coworker. And it's cost me promising possibilities in some of my jobs. So, why am I the person who should talk about this or you should listen to this? Because I've screwed it up, guys i know firsthand i am a relationship coach but i know firsthand what happens when you misread the situation and i don't want to see you make those mistakes but i do want to see you be successful in your working relationships because they are relationships that you have to have more than likely you've run into this if you've been on the working world for more than a few years it doesn't take long before you run into this kind of thing especially in the modern climate of of the complexities between men and women right there have been some nasty wake-up calls for a lot of us over the age of 35 who started working in a different time period than what the climate is like now for what was considered to be socially acceptable and normal and perfectly okay trust me it is uh there have been some pitfalls that are just scary now i look back on those as work changed over the years what was okay and what was not is like Ooh, I I may have got out of the working world at a good time, just because I'm used to construction, I'm used to the military, and we have some pretty loose, fast rules in the way we talk to each other, men and women alike. On the other side, I have a handful of friends that started out in the workplace, okay? Very few, but I have a handful of good friends that I started out with in the workplace, including one... That is a big fan of the show. And Tim, if you're listening, I'm talking about you, buddy, I look forward. We still talk every week. We haven't worked together in almost a year, but we still talk every single week and catch up and talk about what's going on and how we're doing in our lives. And he's been a big supporter of the fallible man since we started. And that's just become a great relationship that I really value. I love his feedback and his input, but you're only going to have a few of those. Okay. There are a lot of pitfalls to avoid. I don't want to dwell there. Okay. What I want to tell you is not everybody at work is your friend. In fact, the majority of them are not, and it's really easy and dangerous to misread them and treat them like friends because, Hey, we talk, we even talk about personal stuff, like our families and stuff like that. It's really easy to misread that situation and assume it's actually a friendship when it's really just camaraderie among coworkers. What I do want to dwell on today, however, what we wanna focus on in this episode is the skills you need to exercise are the skills you need to exercise to have successful workplace connections. These people, even the ones that are difficult or hard to get along with, people like me, who are difficult and hard to get along with, are a major factor in your life. You likely spend more time with them than you do your own family. So the good news is the skill sets that you need To be successful in those relationships, work in all relationships. Now we're going to apply them to the workplace relationship, but understand these are the core skills you need in every relationship, whether it's parenting or whether it's friends or whether it's a romantic relationship. These are five core pieces that you need for healthy relationships, period. These skills are interchangeable, no matter what kind of relationship you want to have. Now, let me be clear. Okay. I'm the perfect example of this. You must choose to apply these skills to your coworkers. Just knowing these skills doesn't automatically fix that. Let me tell you why I'm the perfect example. I've had a lot of coworkers who would tell you I'm kind of icy and not real nice. And I can be difficult to work with. And it's because I had no desire to expressly apply my skill set at relationships with those people. They weren't that important to me. However, I am also the guy who knows how to fix this. And so I've had a lot of issues with coworkers. It was only when I intentionally applied these skills to those relationships, skills that I thought were uniquely for romantic relationships or family relationships, that's how I found out they were universal because I applied these actively to work with some coworkers I had that I was always hitting a wall with, and you know what? Those relationships change drastically into very successful professional relationships, people I still chat with on social media and stuff like that. So these can be applied to every relationship in your office, and it will take that relationship to a better level professionally. And they're the ground skills you need for every relationship, but it will help you be more effective professionally in these relationships. Number one is extreme ownership. Look, the other person may be a total tool. Let's be honest. We've all worked with those. And you may be thinking, yeah, you are Dallin. Once you take ownership of every situation, you're going to move ahead a long way. If it's someone else's fault, then you're a victim and you're helpless and you're at someone else's mercy to save you. And guess what? No, one's going to, if it's all on your head, then you can save yourself and excel at whatever it is. You can move forward if you own it, but only if you own it, because that puts the power back in your court. So your work relationship with your coworkers, if you're having a difficult relationship with one of them, it's on your head. Take that approach and own that. That gives you the power to fix it. Number two, personality types matter. Most experts agree there are four or five major personality types, depending on which expert you want to read. There's been four for a long time. There's some debate among that group. Now, if there's a fifth personality to make sure you're working with someone effectively, you need to identify and understand their personality type. So if you have a difficult relationship at work, you need to understand that person's personality type and your own, and it will give you some insights into the proper way to deal with them. Now, number three, and before you stop the show and and walk away, let me explain. You need to understand that person's love language. Gary Chapman wrote a book that simplified and consolidated years of research for all of us, simple people. So we could understand it called the five love languages. It is a number one bestseller and has been for 15 plus years. This book did more for my work relationships than it did for my marriage relationship. It helps you understand how people hear and feel appreciated. Recognition and being seen. Okay. Everyone wants to be appreciated. And you may think that you're appreciating your coworker. However, you're doing it in the way you prefer to be appreciated and recognized, which makes perfect sense to you. So you don't understand why your coworker doesn't get it, that you're trying to be nice, that you're trying to appreciate them. But to your coworker, it's obnoxious and you're just heading like totally deadpan. And it's because what speaks appreciation, recognition, being seen to them is different than what, speaks those things to you understanding someone's love language like seriously this this was a game changer in my professional relationships understanding my coworkers' need of how they prefer to be appreciated and seen number four thinking style and speed not everyone thinks and processes like you do it's just a fact the one thing you need to hear in this. Okay. Cause this was always a problem for me. People think in different ways and speeds. Well, I was getting frustrated that they still hadn't given me an answer. or work, right. They still hadn't had time to adequately process their, the idea that had been presented or the thought or to really formulate an opinion on it. And I'm sitting here getting frustrated because I'm like, go, 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 go. My brain goes through it really quickly. Okay, whatever thought or idea I had shared with them. I'm just like, what aren't you getting? It's not that they didn't get it. It wasn't an intelligence issue. It wasn't a I'm better at my job than you issue. It was a difference in the style and speed in which I think and process things versus some of the coworkers I had issues with. It will change things radically for you. Understand not everybody thinks and processes at the same speed or in the same style that you do. This was big in my marriage as well. Cause my wife and I process things very differently. Number five is communication style. People communicate differently. Not everybody communicates the same. I had a guest, Jim Fuller, who wrote an incredible book on communication. I'll have a link for that. Uh, so I'm not going to go deep on this one because Jim Fuller wrote probably the best book I've ever wrote on communication, but I'll link that episode in the description and it will be the next video. If you're watching this on YouTube, learn how someone communicate, learning how someone communicates will unlock a lot of doors. Nine times out of 10, if you have problems at work, it's communication issues or love language issues. Like I, I swear when it comes to interpersonal communication, or interpersonal relationships at work, communication and love languages are at the core of most of it. Now, this sounds like a lot of work, right? I'm not going to lie. It is, it it really is. You can spend your whole life mastering these skills. Any one of them alone will help improve your relationships with your coworkers or anybody else. So start with just one. Just trying is going to make a huge difference because few people actually put in the work to be really great at relationships. So start with ownership. Okay. You will earn the respect and admiration from your coworkers, regardless of whether they say it or not. If you become a person of extreme ownership and take responsibility, even when it's not your fault. At that point, they're going to start thinking that it's worth their time working on their relationship with you just because of that one trait, which will open up and make the easy other ones easier to follow. Pursue number one. Okay. Extreme ownership, then start pursuing them one after another. The other four will change your life radically, but you got to start there at extreme ownership. Like I said, these five skills will help you in any relationship, but it will make your work life better for sure. Trust me, when I was in the corporate world of enterprise level, IT, these five things saved my height. Like they honestly kept me from getting fired because I was having negative relationships with some of my coworkers and these were game changers in the way I handled those relationships because I finally figured out it's like, oh, I actually have to make these relationships work or they're just going to get rid of me because I'm the difficult one. So remember your coworkers, aren't necessarily your friends, but they are a relationship. Please don't make the mistake of being too trusting, too quick with your coworkers because they are not your friends. Remember they are your colleagues and you share some common ground because you work together. But if you want to solidify those relationships and make them more successful at work and have a more successful uh, relationship with your coworkers, so your career does better, these five skills will help incredibly. And if you want to fast track this process even more, right? If you're like Brent, that's a whole lot to take on our relationship builders group coaching course is the perfect program for anyone who wants to build deeper relationships, more meaningful relationships, with the important people in their lives that can be your coworkers. In this case, your friends, your spouse, your kids, it doesn't matter. We'll guide you through a series of exercises and strategies designed to help you communicate more effectively, understand your own needs and desires, and cultivate empathy and emotional intelligence, develop new habits and routines that will prioritize quality time with people you care about. The next session starts in June. So sign up today to reserve your spot. And I will fast track you through this in 10 weeks, guys. This is, this is the core of what I do is relationships. Relationships are the foundation of the fallible man. So if you want to fast track it, you're certainly welcome to go at this on your own or you can jump into our group coaching program. That's what I really do is work with gentlemen generally directly. So if I can help you, let me know. Go schedule the discovery call. As always, thanks for hanging out and sharing your valuable time with us. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today and we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.